Welcome to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm delighted that you're here. This week, we're diving into a topic that is absolutely essential for building resilience. That's what we talk about around here, building stress resilience. Last week on the podcast, we talked about strengths, and I pointed out that most of the time we are extremely adept at acknowledging our weaknesses, but usually know very little about our strengths. We know what our weaknesses are, We can make long lists of them, and we usually berate ourselves for them with great gusto and frequency. This week, I'd like to invite you to shift your thinking around those weaknesses. I'd like you to think of them as old friends. You know, the friends you come across after being apart for years. The ones you can pick right back up with, chat with for hours, and then send off with a smile. The friends you will always remember and recognize no matter how many years have passed. Can you think of your weaknesses as those friends? They've probably been around about as long, and while you may not see them every day, they show up frequently enough that you could at least greet them with a sense of familiarity. What happens when we don't make an enemy of our weaknesses? What happens when we acknowledge them as part of us, maybe even as beloved and welcome parts of us? Perhaps those weaknesses are patterns that were useful at one time holdovers from childhood, coping mechanisms that have outlived their functionality, or simply underdeveloped parts of us. What would happen if we could view our weak spots simply as vulnerabilities, parts of ourselves that need a little extra TLC, a little extra attention? Because that's surely what they are. We all have patterns that are not serving us. They might be personal patterns like poor time management or procrastination, They might be relational patterns like limited or dysfunctional communication skills. We may be self-conscious about our appearance or our education, or the list goes on and on, to include any number of things we could label as weak parts of us. Often we view our weaknesses as stagnant qualities. We might shy away from them, try to hide them or cover them up, or seek to numb our awareness of them. We frequently see them as intractable things that should be covered up at all costs. Society tells us weakness should be hidden. Other people sometimes tell us weaknesses should be hidden. The trouble is that hiding weakness tends to make them super heavy. And after a while, we get so stressed out trying to cover up all of our weaknesses that the effort consumes most of our time and energy. Fretting about putting out a persona of perfection is exhausting. I know because I did it for three quarters of my life. I was trying to do everything and be everything to everyone, and it all started to feel so overwhelming. My sister-in-law and I had been having conversations about how we just wanted to be more real and accepting of ourselves and other people. Around that time, she sent me a TED Talk by a lady named Brene Brown. My sister-in-law told me I had to watch the video because this message was the one we were looking for. I listened to this researcher from Houston give a TED Talk, and what she said stirred something in me. Brene Brown talked about how our imperfections are really gifts because they allow us to make connections with other people and to quit hiding behind some sort of facade of perfection. 
She said it was actually good not to have it all together. It was good to be wrong, to make mistakes and own them, and that it actually makes us more lovable and more capable of loving others. What she said struck me so deeply, and I wanted to believe it was true, but it also sounded super scary. What on earth would happen if I just started being real about the ways I didn't measure up? At the time, my husband and I had been navigating infertility and things in our marriage had gotten pretty tense. I couldn't talk about that, could I? I was also dealing with anxiety and had been seeing a counselor for mental health support. What would happen if I told my friends and family about that? And as the list of things I was trying to keep hidden grew, it started to feel like a dam was about to burst. So I tried it. I said things in my marriage are really hard right now. And my sister responded with love. I told a friend I was seeing a psychologist, and she wanted to know everything about it because she'd been thinking of finding one too. I told my mom that infertility was really hard and that I was constantly being told ridiculous things by well-meaning people, including her. And she thanked me for opening up. I was surprised at how much gentleness came my way when I talked about my broken parts. How much compassion was extended when people realized the depth of my struggles. And I was surprised to find out I wasn't the only one struggling. I was commonly met with, I had no idea, or I'm having a hard time with that same thing. When I took down my defenses and decided to be authentic, it gave others permission to do the same. And all of a sudden, I realized that I wasn't surrounded by perfect people, but rather other humans who were struggling just like me. It was liberating and connecting and beautiful all at once. I was sold on this embracing vulnerability business. Granted, there were moments when I laid my vulnerability at the feet of people who stomped on it. There were other times when I shared too much too soon before I had processed it myself. But the overarching experience was that people liked me more with my vulnerability when my fear had been that they would like me less. That's how I made friends with my vulnerabilities. I started taking them with me. I let them show up where I showed up. I talked about them, introduced them to others, and let my weak parts become a part of my daily life. Not so that it was overwhelming or dominated the conversation. Just if I was having a rough day or feeling stressed, I wouldn't paste a smile on my face and say, I'm fine, when someone asked how I was doing. I would tell a friend what I was struggling with or what I needed. And before long, I realized that I wasn't trying to hide parts of me anymore. I didn't show up in places hoping no one would notice something about me. I just showed up. Brene Brown's work and years of cultivating self-awareness have taught me to do that, to just show up authentically and with presence. And over time, I realized that I really connected with other people who are showing up authentically too. I crave authentic relationships, people, and experiences. Brene Brown frequently refers to this quote by Theodore Roosevelt, and I love it. It says, It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds who knows great enthusiasms, great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. I invite you to get to know your weaknesses. Be gentle with yourself. 
make friends with them, and see what happens when you acknowledge them with gentleness and work with them. Your weaknesses are an invitation to growth, an invitation to get comfortable with the more raw parts of yourself. If we allow ourselves to remove some of the weight and connotation around the word weakness, we can get to the essence of what it really is, a place where we could use some extra support. It's funny that we often try to hide weaknesses or make them look like strengths when what would really help is to acknowledge them and then go about gathering support around them. So here's to making friends with those weaknesses, those vulnerabilities. Letting them show up where we show up, letting them into our consciousness and into our conversations, getting to know what life feels like without carrying around the stress of covering them up, hiding them, or compensating for them. Because we could all use a little less stress, and getting to know our weaknesses can help make that happen.